Patriots listeners, I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Saddleball Routine Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Welcome and good morning. Santa Barbara, another beautiful day that we are going to get. I am so excited, so blessed. I'm so thankful every morning when I wake up. We live in such a great neighborhood and there's so much life around. Um, Just had all the trees trimmed and cropped up. Uh, Had an amazing, have amazing bumper crops of every single thing Dominique put into the ground has just flourished. I think this weekend we're going to put out a table and do some sharing because we have so much abundance and I'm so thankful. Um, Anthony, you got to come over because whatever you guys want for the food bank, it's all yours. I'm even giving bags. Okay. We, we, you could use something good or organic boxes that have a couple more of those and just take them away. And return them to something good organic. Yeah. (laughs) That'll help us just to return it. All right. So if uh, you've only, this is, this is your first time you've checked in. My name is Erica Saldo. I'm the queen of teen. And for over a decade, we have been a community show providing and love support to our teen athletes and we have used the businesses and nonprofits and provided them with uh, free commercials for all that time and and the only person to thank on that behalf would be richard dugan who makes all these commercials and he does a wonderful job and uh you're you're the man richard you are the man so i'm gonna let you today start off with what you i'm so thankful to you i have another thankful thing i want to be thankful for but my first thankfulness is to you today, this morning, for the great block of commercials that we have running right now, supporting our community. How are you this morning? I am doing very well. I am still getting over the shock of the fact that we are in July, the second half of 2021. <laughs> you know, it's like everyone is still recovering from 2020. And it's like, wait a minute, this year's already half over. What's the deal? <laughs> and then we just celebrated Independence Day for the United States of America, uh, going back, uh, at least uh, officially going back to 1776. Uh, rather auspicious in that regard. Could I tell you how many years uh, we've been celebrating this uh, in terms of from 1776? No, I can't do the math that fast. But I am I am grateful uh, for where I live uh, and uh, especially for my wife and the, the things that we have accomplished in the 15 years we've been here, but also for the, uh, believe it or not, for the weather. I, I, I absolutely love the marine layer. Uh, I know that a lot of people prefer the sunshine and I understand that and it's coming. It'll be here and all that good stuff. By the same token, uh, you know, the marine layer helps keep things cool. Sometimes there's a mist, which is wonderful. And um, so I'm, I'm grateful for uh, uh, all of the, the, the great things that we have available to us uh, here on the Central Coast. Nice. Beautifully. Well said. There you go. All right, let's go. You're the closest to me. Okay, everybody else is in uh, video land. So I want to give, give a shout out. Thank you to uh, Dana at Something Good Organics. He is one of the farm helpers. And it's so beautiful to go drive by these farms and look at the beautiful, rich dirt and look at all the, the fruits and vegetables that they're growing for us. So there's my shout out. Thank you so much to all of our farm workers for helping to grow our food. Definitely. Mm. Anthony Rodriguez, who do you want to give some love to? 
Actually, I want to give some love to my wife for putting up with me for 21 years. <laughs> we celebrated our uh, our wedding anniversary on July 1st, and it was a blessing, and she's a blessing. And, you know, I can't thank her enough for always being there for me when I needed her the most. And, you know, it's it's nice to know that, you know, it doesn't feel like 21 years. It feels like just yesterday we got married. So I'm very grateful for her and for everything that she does uh, for everybody else and also for me. So. Thank you, love. Yeah, she, she actually needs to be paid. You're a handful. <laughs> <laughs> I totally agree with that. I would not argue with that. I'm just kidding. I love you. Oh, uh, That's the nice thing about this radio show. It's like we've actually folded into family. It's it's fair to say. Mm-hmm. So we, we've got all different birds, you know, in this cage. But we all told the, the respect that we have for each other. And we have such different viewpoints on so many different things. But again, it's all immersed in love mm-hmm. and acceptance. And I think it is, we are clearly a slice of Santa. I mean, each slice, we are all slices of Santa Barbara. I mean, I, I, I clearly see that now after this last 12 months, which is, again, it just all boils down to acceptance and love and, 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 you know, just having an opportunity that we're given right now and we appreciate it so much to, hey, we're a community show and we get to be listened to four times a week and it's global. I mean, it's wonderful. And all we're doing is trying to support community, grow community, um, support our kids. I can't sports. tell you how many times I get from people. I love your show. It's so it makes me smile when I hear that I smile. Because it doesn't, nobody, there's no intentions to get anybody upset in any, in ever. It's just not, that's just not what we're about at all. It's nice. Don, what do you say? I say, this is Don of Don's Massage in Ojai, and I extend that to Ventura and Santa Barbara. I say what exactly Erica said, uh, because this is a wonderful community that's been created here to help build and foster community and in this whole region, potentially. And, uh, you know, uh, it takes it takes everybody in a community to be able to make sure everybody's taken care of. And uh, we're really blessed to be in an area where I'm going to piggyback on what Richard said, has a wonderful marine layer and we grow lots of wonderful produce around here, lots of healthy food. And uh, I'm also going to tack on to what Anthony said and uh, give some kudos to my wife of uh, 23 years married, 25 together, Carrie. And uh, yeah, I just, uh, I feel like I'm channeling a little bit of that, uh, a little sound of music vibe today. Somewhere in my youth or childhood, I must have done something good. (laughs) Super sweet. I love it. Christine Marie, how are you this morning? I'm doing quite well. We need need a magical card for today, for sure. We do. I know we do. But before we do that, I just want to thank Ricardo at the YMCA. He's the... um, aquatics manager and they've opened up the pool and uh, I mean the pool's been open but we've had these lines and it's been really hard to get in and things have opened up and it's really nice I do water aerobics on Saturdays there and and there's also laps and you know they have and oh my gosh right after water aerobics they have the little babies coming in for their swimming lessons it's so nice to see everything opening up and all this movement happening in the outdoor pool for me really works so I just wanted to thank the Montecito YMCA and Ricardo the manager there of the pool for just you know being so graceful about everything and really helping us. And Dwayne, who actually helps too. There's just some wonderful people there. So I want to thank them. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, the YMCA, what a great, what a, uh, I mean, there's a number of different ones. And you, you belong to the one in Montecito, correct? 
Yeah, yeah, yes, because I have an outdoor pool, and I really, um, I have, I have a hard time with chlorine, so I can't be inside with it. But um, the outdoor pool is just beautiful and wonderful, and they have an indoor sauna in the ladies' locker room, which is so fabulous, and that's turned on again too. So I'm feeling all sorts of good in my body. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's nice just to be able to jump in like nothing's ever happened, which is still because it's a mindset, you know. Just, yeah, so it's you know, time to relax and. Uh, get back to the new normal. Yeah, and the card that I was actually um, that actually came out it was on the bottom of the deck today. Um, is uh, it talks about that? It's the chariot, and actually the chariot. It's funny because we just um, with the solstice we came into the sign of a of Aquarius. Um, no, I'm sorry, of Cancer. And so the the and the the the, the, the charioteer's wearing a shirt with a crab on it, like he's a Cancer. You know, it's the the um, astrological sign of cancer and so we're in that sign and um but it's also it's a really beautiful card about moving forward and integrating our shadow and our light all those things we found out about ourselves <laughs> when we were during the COVID, and even that we're finding out about of ourselves every day the new things of the stuff that came up especially with the last the there was a there were two two eclipses a lunar eclipse followed shortly by a solar eclipse which supposedly those things bring us bring the shadow to light for us show us parts of ourselves we don't normally want to look at or we want to blame on other people and the more responsibility we take for that actually the the quicker we can able a lot we can really align ourselves and move forward in our lives and the more gratitude we can have for those difficult things that happen the better we're moving you know the, the the faster we can move forward and the more gracefully we can move forward in life and so i've for me that's been happening a lot <laughs> if everybody hasn't known my journey my mother's been very ill and so she's back in the hospital and i'm getting so much help and support and it's been a really lovely i guess another gratitude again to the hospital and the social workers and um you know it's just really wonderful you know so nice i'll move forward well said christine how can we get a hold of you if anybody wanted a reading christine oh you can call me or actually you can you can always reach me for a reading at paradise found um that's the metaphysical bookstore in town great bookstore and they're opening up for readings um actually i'll be doing live i'll be doing in-person readings there on as of july 18th um on Sa sunday july 18th from one to five i will be there so you can book ahead um and uh, you can also, you know, book an online reading with me there. And you can also call me 805-350-2705 and book. I can do an online reading. I can come to you. We can do a reading on your patio. It's my favorite to do in-person readings. So I got a shield. I got a mask if you need that. Otherwise, you know, let's do it in the sunlight. And that's a good thing. So please. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, we got a minute left. And I just want to give my last quick little shout to Jimmy Thayton. Okay. For... I can't tell you, probably as long as I've owned this house, 35 years, I've always wanted to dedicate an area of the yard to plant a, po a pole and erect a beautiful flag. And that he did that for me. I kept talking about it, talking about it. I've known him for over 30 years. And I, he, he said, just go do it. I could do it for you. So I ended up buying it and he did it. And he's, he's got it all set up before the fourth. And I was so touched. I don't know. I was being a big baby about it. Like just as, as soon as that flag went up, I, so much emotion just flew right through me. And I can't explain it, but I, it's just, I guess I'm just so happy and, and proud of being a true American. My, my mom was a German immigrant. My father served in the army. Um, it wasn't easy for them when they first got started. They had me right away. And um, they were just very super thankful parents. They're both gone right now. And they instilled that in me. 
So when I hear all this stuff, I'm not a big TV watcher, but I always go back to, and I think we'll all agree with this, we all, first and foremost, we are Americans. Um, so I think what I want to do is we're going to take a little break, and I want to get back to that a little bit. I'm going to save the topic for after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. We're back. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Thank you for all joining us. Dominique, where else can you find us if you're wow. looking for us? Facebook, SoundCloud. Um, we have a little bit still on YouTube, too. Yeah, we, you can reach us. If you, if you miss the 9 a.m. show, we also uh, can be listened to at 11 p.m. on Tuesday, Sunday at 6, and Monday at 3 a.m. And again, thank you so much. And if you enjoy the show, please smack like on any of the shows or go on Facebook um, and do the same. So we really appreciate your love. Every week there's more and more people joining us, and it's just really super appreciated. If you, if anybody out there knows of a business that just does so much for our kids in this community, please reach out to me, and I'd love to support them. We we offer thirty and sixty set thirty and sixty second commercials, and been doing it now for over a decade. And I, we just always just really want to support those who support our kids. Um, one one thing that I'm not I don't really watch much TV. You know, I watch an occasional Netflix movie or Prime movie, but. I did this thing keeps keep on coming up about Gwen Berry over and over and over and over. And again, I don't have a, a real big position on it, but what kind of athlete is she? Uh, hammer throw and what she she in the in trials the in the trials. Okay, she was standing on the podium, and I again I only got clips of it. I'm sure there's gonna be a lot more people um, list or knows the story better than I do. But it just I guess she turned away from the flag. Um, when they were doing the uh, anthem. So I just want to get everybody's take on that. So again, you could pass if you don't have an opinion. Um, my opinion is, you know, we're raised with, um, I don't know, etic- I guess it's etiquette or what would you say another word would be? I mean, the things that you should do at certain times and places. And I don't know, contractually, if you have to sign when you go on the podium, you have to behave. I don't know. Um, I just think there's other ways to play this out and I don't want to shame anybody. And then on the flip side of it, you could say, well, it's freedom of speech. And I just don't, um, I was surprised, I guess, since I just planted my flag, <laughs> you know, catching up on, you know, who's doing what in the sports and, you know, who's going to be representing our country. So, um, I don't know. Um, I just want everybody's two cents on it. Dominique, what do you say? Well, now is an interesting time. And if you look around the world, there are a lot of people protesting against their government. In other words, I feel like all around the world, human beings are coming to grips with the fact that sometimes our countries are doing things that the citizens are not in agreement with. Um, and I actually think that that is a really beautiful awakening because um, regardless of how a country was initially founded, we, we're hoping that as a global citizenship, we're moving towards people of conscience. And so um, I, I'm having a lot of patience 
when I see people right now protesting in various ways, um, being individuals and, and having a mindset of trying to bring light to areas where it has previously been dark or maybe things haven't been talked about because it's very uncomfortable. So right now I'm, I'm experiencing a lot of patience and appreciation for people becoming conscious of things that they feel are unjust and they no longer want to stand for it. So, um, yeah, so I have a little different take. <laughs> yeah, of course, it would be alternative and I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Dominique. <laughs> Richard Dugan! I know you're going to just jump on my bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think that um, on the one hand, yes, freedom of speech and all of those kinds of things. At the same time, I think that I probably would have been very uh, acceptable to uh, the person taking a knee, facing, but taking a knee. Now, hundreds of years ago, during the, uh, the Renaissance and the medieval periods, uh, you had people who would uh, come before the royalty to be knighted or to be to be given a particular honor, if you will, and they would take a knee. And uh, that's kind of how I look at it, is if you if you choose to do so and take one knee, uh, I think that's more shining. It's Yes, it is a form of protest. You're kind of expressing yourself. At the same time, you are also showing a certain level of respect for uh, uh, the fact that uh, you have this position, you do accept uh, that that credo, if you will, as well as amendment, obviously, to freedom of speech and expression, uh, because uh, that's the reason why those amendments are there. That's why that document is even there in the first place. So I, I look at that. Um, I say, you know, don't don't turn your back. You know, if you're going to do something like that, show uh, show some respect for the institution, shall we call it, that has given you the freedom to do what the, the, to to express what you were expressing there. Yeah. Beautifully said. Yeah, I like it. Very well done. Don Sanders, what do you say? I agree with Richard in that, you know, there's, there's a lot of, there's, there's denial sometimes about, um, uh, you know, some of the things in our history that are not so, that are not so wonderful and, and uh, many things that we have to be proud of. And as Christine said earlier, we're trying to integrate the light and the dark. And, and if we're going to keep functioning as a democratic Republic, then there has to be constructive dialogue about things we disagree on. You can't mm. cancel people, nuke people, destroy people, turn your back on people. So we want to be inclusive. We want to be considerate, but we don't want to, you know, we don't want to not have any voice. I mean, there, there, there's what Dominique mentioned after this COVID, it's brought up how many people don't really have a voice, you know? And uh, so it's a time to, it's a time to reconcile that and go forward in a way you know, self-improvement, dynamism, vitality, that's a youthful spirit, you know, and it's also, there's three kinds of treasure, the storehouse, the body, and the heart. The heart is by far the most important place to cultivate and expand. What we seem to be talking about here is how can we expand our hearts to be able to encompass everybody in this big democratic republic experiment of America. Now, I like that, John. Good job out of the park on that one, John. Ring, ring. Got to give you the bell on that one. <laughs> Christine Marie. I absolutely agree, um, Don. And, and what, was come to my, what came to my mind as you spoke was also the thought that um, it's funny because, um, Erica, you said, you know, first and foremost, we're all Americans. And actually, in my mind, I thought, no, first and foremost, we're all humans and we're all actually global citizens. 
And to me, um, then, then when Don was speaking, what came to my mind was this quote from Joseph Campbell that speaks about the next myth is the myth about the earth and the human species, you know, and the humans as a whole coming together as a community. And I think the things that are happening and falling apart and shifting right now and being pushed to change and look are the things that, you know, I can't, I can't even imagine. I'm, I am a white person. I can't even imagine what it was like to be a part of one of the other um, right now, even currently of a person of color or to, to have experienced racism. I feel my privilege. I feel my entitlement. I feel it regularly. And I understand, you know, where that is. And I, and I, and I like to like look at that and say, and, I, and, and the taking of the knee, oh my gosh, Dr. D, absolutely. Because for me, when I see people taking the knee, I feel like it's a prayer. I feel like it's a prayer for our country. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's a prayer for our world. I feel like it's a prayer for more compassion, more kindness, and more responsibility on all our, mm -hmm. on all our um, parts. Um, and so, and, to, and bringing more light to the situation. I really have the greatest respect for Colin Kaepernick for starting that sort of thing as, for as much, you know, difficulty that it brought. It brought so much attention to something that hadn't been, that they couldn't find a voice to speak out. And so I feel like, and he didn't do it with violence. He did it by saying, wait, I'm going to take a knee. And he talked to veterans and that's why he did that. You know, so I, I don't know. I, I have a lot of different feelings about it, obviously, because number one, I really do believe that we're all human beings. And this is a global, it's a global question, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Anthony Rodriguez, we got another minute. <laughs> um, for me, I guess it brings up a lot of mixed feelings, to be honest with you. Um, but the one thing that I that I do feel strongly about is that whether we like something or not doesn't mean we have to be disrespectful. Um, we can disagree, but that doesn't give us the right to be disrespectful or hurt any other, you know, anybody else. Um, and I think one thing that we have to do and what I try my best to do is to um, teach others that, you know, whether it's good or bad, I mean, two wrongs don't make a right. Um, but that doesn't mean that our voice has to be, you know, we have to be quiet about what we feel and how we feel, but we just need to bring it up respectfully and voice our opinions with respect and uh, without hurting others. Um, and if it hurts others, then maybe that's something that somebody else might have to work on, not, not, not ourselves. But I think that, you know, just because you don't like something doesn't mean you have to be disrespectful. But yeah, we don't know where her mind or what her thoughts were at that time you know we haven't been we haven't walked in her shoes so we don't know how she, you know what she had been through for her to feel that she had to do that so i mean there's so many things that come into play when it comes to something like that um but i just you know i just try to tell like a lot of my, my godchildren is that just because you don't like something doesn't mean you have to be disrespectful or be rude or be you know you can not agree with somebody but yet you should give them respect if they haven't disrespected you yeah that's a really good point, and I think that people, perhaps, especially our kids, may be missing the dynamics that you learn in like a debate team. Uh, when you debate different points of view, you always do it in a way that is uh, no personal attacks, mm -hmm. but looking at ideas and looking at situations in a very respectful way. And it is a skill set. Uh, they call it nonviolent communication to be able to listen to someone who has a different point of view than you. And instead of your goal being, oh, I'm going to convince them to be different, having a goal of I'm seeking understanding and being able to uh, speak back to someone with a different point of view, say, okay, if I'm hearing you right, I think you believe this or 
I think you feel this way about this subject. And then being able to say that back to that person, that person feels heard and validated. So I suspect that that's what our athlete was looking for, was being invalidated. And we may differ on the elegance of the action, but we do all as Americans highly respect an individual's right to be heard and validated. And that's one of the beautiful things about being an American. Yeah, I, I wanted to mention too that, you know, when Gwen Berry said she felt set up, I think she was just surprised. I think she didn't, I don't think she was prepared for the being in that moment and didn't know what to do. It's almost like the universe set her up, right? Because she just, and she just didn't know how to react. And so she just, I mean, I've just, covered, just I can't deal with the situation. So I think she just didn't know what to do. She, she maybe didn't expect herself to be there and, and, and wanted to honor everything, every aspect of herself and just ended up maybe doing something that wasn't well this uh, when you teach, I, I did read that and i don't know if that's fake news or not so i want to give everybody the benefit but if that is actually true and you are going to stand and you have your own uh position and you choose to use the podium and i don't know what you have to sign off on if you ever get on the podium i'm sure you can't do anything without signing something so i don't know if she broke that agreement that she made if she ever got to the podium okay i don't know that and i also don't know um, if that was true, that she felt set up. But if that's the case and you're going to go against anything, if you have made an agreement with anybody else, what you could, you know, as far as what you should or shouldn't do or, or would agree to do, if you got yourself in that position, own it is all I'm saying. Yeah. Just say no, you know, something, I'm not going to sign this. And if I become second, third or first, if I feel like taking a knee or if I feel like turning my back, that's what I'm going to do. Because you know something, I've lived a whole life of being, um, not having the same rights as a white person. And if that's what you choose to do, then I stand strong, let the light shine off of you and go for it. But don't now get wishy-washy because it's what you're doing right now that shows kind of showing your state of mind. So, and you're, you know, an A-class athlete. I mean, look at her. She's built like a, you know, she's a rock star. It sure. takes so much to attain that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just oh my so God, much. The commitment, yeah. the sacrifice. Her athleticism. Absolutely. Yeah. God-given gift. White, black, tan, whatever. You were definitely given a gift. So, I just want our kids listening to this to have an opinion. And I'm really hoping that parents are talking to their children about this. I, if my kids were little, we'd definitely be talking about it. Um, and again, and it's not to sway, it's to have an opinion. I, it, it's to share because everybody would have an opinion on this if it's openly discussed, because if this ripples out on the Olympic stage, then uh, sports as we know it is completely you know, and another thing we could talk about, we'll save it for the next show. Um, is our approval now of uh, the biology of the sport now has crossed over. So I say then you've made the sport co-ed, but now there's, I guess, powerlifters, uh, biological male powerlifters now have and are going to be part of the women's um powerlifting team so we'll talk about that at another time let's take a break dr d's giving me the smishy side unless don you want to add to that oh i just want to say on that issue yeah it would be a good thing to talk about in the future because you know um i think there's there's female athletes that are superior to many of athletes of either you know gender all around the world like you take a serena williams it's like your kid was going to be trounced by her coming up whether you know whether, whether that situation had ever happened when people are electing to, 
you know, go with the other gender or whatever. I mean, it's just, you know, some kids are going to be a little older when they got into the school system. Some are just going to have won the genetic lottery and they're going to outperform, you know, they, so there's women probably outperform a lot of men. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, definitely. Okie dokie. Let's do this. Let's take a little break. We've got Anthony Rodriguez right after these messages. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hey, everybody, this is Anthony Rodriguez, and I am the Operations and Disaster Services Specialist for the Food Bank of Santa Barbara County. And I just wanted to give you a quick update that we are still doing Picnic in the Park, our PIP program, which is a free lunch for kids. And that goes on Monday through Friday. Um, it was started in, Ju- in June and will go on through August. And we have one in Guadalupe, uh, several in Santa Maria, several in Santa Barbara, Galita, Los Alamos. And if you want to get more information, just go on to foodbanksbc.org to get an updated um, list. And another thing that we're doing is doing Saturday food distributions. Um, We're trying our best to make sure that no kid goes hungry, no family goes hungry. And trying to provide food on Saturdays. You know, I understand that people work you know, late hours during the week and they can't get you food distributions. Well, we're trying our best to make sure that we can go ahead and make sure that everybody has food, uh, uh, fresh fruits, vegetables, bread, eggs, milk, all kinds of good stuff for you. So please come check out our different locations on Saturdays. And you can also find that again on foodbanksbc.org. And we can't forget the safety aspect. So today is uh, July 6th. And in July, we always um, make sure that we have fireworks safety. I don't know if anybody remembered earlier in the week that there was a large explosion due to illegal fireworks. So, you know, you have to be very, very careful. Fireworks safety is extremely important. You know, here in Santa Barbara County, I know we can't have any. Um, That's why we have our wonderful events. You know, uh, hopefully you guys had a great time at at the events that we had. Um, And another thing we always have to remember is extreme heat. You know, make sure that you're always getting, you know, enough to drink and to make sure it's water or something that um, to that effect. I know Cokes, like myself, I'm number one. I can't live without my Coke. That's something that I shouldn't be drinking, especially when it's hot, because that could definitely dehydrate me. So keep that stuff in mind. Keep yourself safe. And don't forget about your four legged family members outside. Bring them inside. Keep them nice and cool. Uh, don't let them um, get sick or dehydrate. And, you know, keep an eye on our elders. Uh, making sure that they're safe, you know, they have enough water and they're keeping cool. Again, thanks a lot. Anthony, we just, don't we just love him? Oh, we appreciate you so much. And I was going up and down those aisles to find you the special coat that I like to buy you, okay, the, in the glass <laughs> bottles, but they didn't have them at Costco. But I want you to know now, this person over here says no Coke for you. <laughs> I need you to know that, okay? Because what she's done is she's... Ginger beer. She I, says... 
you love ginger beer. And I, I go, ginger beer and Coke. <laughs> and Anthony, he'll take the Coke 10 times out of 10 times. So, so this is my argument for, if you can find it, a good uh, ginger, non-alcoholic, uh, a good gin, ginger ale is usually what it's called, um, because the ginger is good for your digestive system. Uh, and yeah, so it's, it's good to be drinking things that are good for you. And I, uh, Anthony, I really appreciate that you pointed out if you're drinking sodas, you're actually going to get more thirsty because the body needs more water to digest the sugars that are in the soda. So that's why drinking sodas actually make you more thirsty rather than less thirsty. So it's much better to be drinking water or some sort of uh, hydrate that might have some electrolytes in it and so forth, especially when it gets really, really hot. Beautiful thing. All right, let's take another little break. We've got a lot more. Fill up your coffee. Be back with us after these messages. Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Dominique Hackett with Teen Sports Radio. So we were talking about uh, the effects of drinking soda. Mm -hmm. Dr. D, you had a comment about that. I do indeed. This month, this month of July 2021, I celebrate one year as of the 23rd of this month having not one soda uh, in my diet. Uh, 24th of July, 2020, I was diagnosed with type 2. I have told this story so many times. Type 2 diabetes. I decided at that moment, along with my wife, that I was going to basically turn that around. And I was told by my doctor, hey, it's going to be a long road, long road. I said, no, it's not. I know how I got here and I know how I'm going to get back on track. My blood sugar was normal up to that point. Uh, by the middle of September, my blood sugar was back to normal. Not one soda. Uh, I stayed away from as many carbs and all of those kinds of things as I could. And um, I've uh, had my blood uh, sugar checked twice. As a matter of fact, as of this broadcast, I will have had uh, another physical on the 2nd of July. I'll give you a report on that the next time. And uh, the bottom line is, is that I found alternatives to soda that actually have no carbs, no calories and no sugar. And they are those flavored sparkling waters. One of them is like, uh, I think one is called Cascade Ice. There's another one. They're all over the place. They have zero uh, on those categories, which is what you want to stay away from. But you want to know what the biggest change of all was? And that wasn't so much the sodas, but that was a big part of it. It was portion control when it came to food and that is one of the biggest issues it's also exercise but portion control so don't be going to the smorgasbord restaurant i don't want to put them out of business okay but 
ease up on how much of things that you eat. Uh, I was told, take a plate, 11 inches, cut it in quarters. And that's the portions that you should have of certain things. I used to eat these massive baked potatoes. But sodas were the biggest thing for me. I have a, I call it a horrible sweet tooth. Hey, I'm fine without sodas. Nice. <laughs> Woo. That's awesome. You know, um, if you, if teens don't know what portion control is, you can look at the size of your fist. And that's a good amount of food to be eating. Uh, and you think of three food groups. So you want a food group of your fruits, food group of your uh, vegetables, and a food group of your proteins. And then just keep those breads and uh, rice to minimum, and you're going to do great. But you can just look at your hands, and that can help you figure out a portion. Um, that's wonderful. Well, I wanted to talk about, um, I have a, a couple of students that I'm following and they are working on getting back into shape for their favorite sports, getting back into school. And one of the things they've been doing this summer is teaming up with their Fitbits and um, doing a competition with their friends in order to encourage each other to push it a little to get back into shape for their favorite sports. Mm -hmm. So if you have a Fitbit or an, an Apple phone, or even um, you can uh, do your running or whatever your physical exercise is, uh, unless it's swimming, you can strap your phone to you as well. But there's ways that uh, you can track what your exercise is and share it with your friends and create a competition and, and laugh and and share the things that are working and the things that aren't working. But I just want to encourage everyone, all of our athletes to buddy up, find a teammate and do workouts with a teammate because it's, it's so much more fun. I used to do uh, cross country workouts and then I was on track. So I also did the sprinting workouts. I had long and short, but when I went uh, on the cross country runs, when you have a partner, you, you forget that, that you're going a long distance and it just becomes a really enjoyable thing. So uh, uh, athletes who this summer are getting themselves back in shape for their school sports. I think the whole COVID moment with the Zoom and everything, they've learned to identify and create pods through, uh, through the whole social. They've had to reinvent themselves. And I think this, that's just brilliant. I mean, anytime you could form a team or a group, it really helps because that energy goes forward with you. What do you say about that, Don? Workout partners are awesome. I told you guys mm -hmm. about two of my old buddies that started out as workout partners and then became lifelong friends. 40 years later, we were just catching up on Zoom a little bit ago. But it, it makes all the difference because sometimes you're busy. You know, I know any of you athletes that are working to go to the higher level, you're still trying to work two jobs or something and do school and train. And it makes all the difference if you show up to work out and it's not a formal thing with your school and you can meet up with your training partner. It makes all the difference to make that an enjoyable experience that you really get something good out of. Yes, indeed. Yeah, I, I have to say, this is Christine Marie, that my experience was I did a lot of walking during COVID by myself. And as soon as I found a friend who'd be willing where we became each other's walking pod partner, um, it would made a huge difference to really go on walks with a friend. Um, and now I'm now that everything's opening up, I'm trying to find friends to go on walks with, you know, once a week, have a, if I have three or four friends, hey, there I am, you know, four or five times a week. So. They had that in Santa Barbara. I'm sure it's going to open back up. Certain nights, you just show up. 
Monday night, and then you know, all of a sudden, 70, 80 people are there, and you all. Yeah, Isn't night moves. Night moves. That's on Wednesday nights. I wonder when that's going to get going again. If that, that sounds yeah. Okay. yeah, I I did I did it once. Didn't move very well. <laughs> <laughs> didn't like it. <laughs> Too many people. I got overwhelmed. <laughs> I found with that, I had to go on my own pace. There are people that really push and go fast and are really competitive. And I'm like, oh, you just go on. <laughs> yeah. I'm so uh, no, it was funny. It was too noisy, too big, too much. It's like going to Costco, like my favorite place to go. Right? I only go with Dominique's mom and I push the cart. I want to get in. I go right off a list. Get in, get out. That's it. <laughs> 10,000 steps. That's it. Well, I, I want to also put out there, if there are students who have never been athletes and you're considering it now to become an athlete, one of the first things that you figure out, you jump into it, you're full of energy and you put your all into it. And then all of a sudden you feel like you're dying, like you can't breathe, you're gonna throw up and your whole body is just going, why are you doing this? And I just wanna encourage you, there's this thing called your second wind. And what that is, is Moving from aerobic to anaerobic in order to get energy and to um, get your muscles going. And so literally, you're moving your engine. It's like having a hybrid car. You're changing how the engine is working. Uh, and that switch is a little painful and uncomfortable. And as an athlete, we all now get used to it. We know that we're, we start off and then you feel that kick in where now your body is getting energy in a different way. Maybe, Don, you can say a little bit more about this because the first time you experience it, is very uncomfortable and then after a while as an athlete you look forward to it it's we used to call it the zone yeah you, know, you just get in that zone yeah i mean when i used to start training hard i was taken out by guys in college when i was in high school and we did really strenuous things like this ninety-nine thousand seat sanford stadium doing the stairs and i i could never get recharged you know i was trying iced tea and i was trying sweetened things now they've made huge advances in in healthy nutritious things without all the sugar i think it's good to avoid the things with sugar as as we've talked about when richard ellsworth was here and and now you know you need you need electrolytes you need sodium like um one of one of the advertisers on team sports radio patricia bragg her products are amazing for you know the liquid aminos and the raw apple cider vinegar very healthy right. product. nice all right perfect shouts to patricia bragg's goddess in santa barbara we love her he's been on the show many 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 times and we totally support anything brag so let's take a little break this erica solda we'll be back with more after these messages Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 
am. Hi, this is Christine Marie, and you are on. We're on Teen Sports Radio, and I'm about to pick a birthday tarot card for Doctor D, uh, for Doctor Richard Dugan, um, our producer. Richard, um, I would tell me when to stop my um, my uh, shuffling. My re- tell me when you're ready. You ready? We can cut out whatever whatever time yep. we need. To. <laughs> Ready now. Dr. D is ready now. I am ready. Yep. All right. Are you ready now? Okay. So I'm waiting for you. All right. Now, Dr. D, do you want me to pick from the top, the middle, the middle or the bottom? Uh, go for the middle. The middle. Okay. Here we go. Oh, look at you. I have chosen the card that has come out for you. It's called the two of pentacles. It's a card where a person is juggling a white ball and a dark ball and in a lemnus gate and a, a, a Mobius strip, a uh, infinity sign. And I look at this card as you're being in a place of choice, a place of change, a place of transformation. And when this change is coming, what I talk about in this card is like, um, there's this, lem- the, the, the figure eight has on one side thinking that in the middle, the feeling and on the other side, the willing. It's about the idea of bringing your heart into every conversation. Mm. If you have a thought, you run it through your heart before you speak, you speak a word or you take action. And again, when someone says something to you, you take it in, give it to your heart to filter it before you give it to your brain. And then the same thing goes back, back down before you respond into your heart and then back out. And then, and then that's the filter it really helps um, when we do that, when we in- include our heart with all of the decisions that's happening. Cause if we just react we're losing the opportunity to truly respond to how, what someone needs versus what they're, um, maybe, <laughs> maybe presenting. Yeah. And that resonates with me, Erica, take it away. Hey, I think that's just a really good thing for us to just move forward for the next seven days. It's a great tool. Anything that you hear on the outside, process it in your heart and just don't react and feel, and then use that as your filter. I love it. Team sports radio is here for the communities. This is Erica Salda. Smile. All right. We'll see you next week. God bless.